Justice Wisconsin, the truth, the most requested advocate in the state. 101.7 FM, the movement continues. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Milwaukee, stand yeah. up, yeah. stand up. It's Tory Low, the truth from one to four. We about that action, so tap in and let's go. Uh, we want that justice, we want all the smoke. From Monday through Friday, trying to bring the city hope. Yeah, Tory Low from one to four. Monday through Friday, let's go. We about that action from the block, and we ready, let's go. Tap in, and it ain't no holding back. We ready, we ready. 1017, the truth. Tory Lowe, Tory Lowe Show, live from American Family Insurance Studio at the Avenue. The movement continues. The marathon continues right here on 1017 The Truth. Thank you for joining me for the third hour of the Tory Lowe Show this Monday, February 26, 2024. And uh, we've been having great conversations talking about what they're saying is a protest by a U.S. airman who set himself on fire outside the Israel embassy in Washington, D.C. Uh, we have an update. We got more uh, audio on what's going on with this situation. Let's listen. And we are following the latest developments this morning in the case of a man who set himself on fire right outside the Israeli embassy. The Air Force confirming he is an active duty airman. Juliana Valencia is live outside the embassy with more. Juliana, could you tell us more about what happened? Hey, Jimmy and Tony. So this happened around 1 p.m. yesterday. And before the airman set himself on fire, he started streaming a video on Twitch, which is too graphic to show in its entirety. But in it, he calmly walks up to the Israeli embassy. And as he do, as he does that, he says he's about to engage in an extreme act of protest, which he calls against what he calls an act of genocide against the Palestinian people. Then he dumps a water bottle over his head and lights himself on fire. In the video, he repeatedly shouts, free Palestine, after lighting the fire. He burns for about a minute and collapses on the ground before Secret Service officers begin to extinguish the fire. Police said an explosive ordnance disposal unit had been called to check his car, but later said that no hazardous materials were found as for the airman's condition this morning, the last confirmed information that we have is that he had critical life-threatening injuries. Tony? All right, Juliana, thank you very much. Critical life-threatening injuries. So he's not passed? He's not passed? Mm. Definitely uh, we'll, we'll keep everybody up to date with the information that we're getting. This, this, is, this just happened, you know, like yesterday so we're trying to get as much information as we can i appreciate truth nation for tapping in on how they feel about what the articles are saying was a protest by u.s airmen active duty airmen uh about what's going on in gaza we go ahead to the lines eddie you're on the new 1017 the truth tap in Good day, Troy Lowe. How you doing today? How you doing, brother Eddie? I'm doing okay. Uh, Tori, often I have an opinion on everything, every day, all the time, and you know that. Right. I don't take a side 
in this conflict. And just don't take a side. I've been to Israel. I see the reality of uh, two peoples living totally different, and I see the inequities of that. I also understand that uh, in many ways, the Israeli people would like to live in peace with the Palestinians. And the reason there's a disparity between the people is because Israel is just trying to keep its people safe from terrorist acts. Okay. Uh, with that said, um, it's horrific to watch these little kids laying on uh, hospital floors three or four at a time. And I think Israel's take on this is, hey, too many things have happened for too long. And we're just going to do what we have to do to keep our people safe if, um, if need be. So South Africa, not too long ago, brought a complaint to The Hague. Um, and for people who don't know what The Hague is, it's an international court. Uh, in Milwaukee, if you commit a felony crime, you go to the county courthouse, the state courthouse, right, in downtown Milwaukee. If you commit an international crime, you go to The Hague, and that's like a world court in the Netherlands is what that is. Mm -hmm. And The Hague did not order a ceasefire. They didn't order Israel to implement a ceasefire, but they did tell them, try not to promote acts of genocide. You know, And, you know, I don't know what that means if you're bombing a whole city, you're bombing an apartment building with 75 people in it, something's bound to happen. Right. But this whole thing is is it's a mess and i don't know how this is going to end i don't think it's going to end in a good way i think quite frankly other arab countries are going to step up i think they're going to enter into israel israel already went into south lebanon and i think we're going to end up in a situation of a world war mm. and um it, it's not going to be good because sides sides are going to be taken and there's going to be a lot of damage and oh, wow. I think Israel's attitude towards this is, I could be wrong, but their attitude is, if we're going to go down, you're coming down with us. And I think this last act on October 7th, they kind of feel like they were pushed into it. And um, so, you know what? Uh, nothing's fair in war. Right. Is it fair? That's what I'm hearing. If an, an American... Right, right. If an American... Uh, Troops went into a, a city in Europe, and they killed uh, 7,500 Nazi soldiers, and the Nazis only killed 300 American soldiers. Is that fair? It's war. I hate to say it. You know, we were, we've been so protected over here. You know, wars aren't really fought in the States. It's fought in Europe or overseas. We're protected by two oceans. So I, I just hope to God that, you know, for everybody's sake, there's a ceasefire. This thing can end. I hope there's a two-state solution. I don't think that's going to happen. But my biggest worry is that we're going to be in a, in a world war in the Middle East. Some people are saying it's already happened. We are in a world war between that and the Ukraine and Russia. Just right. because the states aren't involved doesn't mean it's not a world war. But I, I am worried that there's going to be a nuclear component to this, and it's not going to be good for any of us. So that's what I'm that's what I'm worried about. Hey, look, that nuclear war idea. I mean, like I said, I mean, are we as as the United States taking the right approach to a lot of these uh, war ideas? And many times we see our tax dollars going here, going over there for war ideas, you know, and we say, why are not we mm -hmm. not using those dollars to help what's going on right here in the United States? 
I understand. A lot of people think some of these wars are a good investment. And when you talk about Americans fighting a war in the Ukraine, it would cost America two or three trillion dollars to get done what we're basically subcontracting out to the Ukrainians to do for a third or a quarter of the price. So some people in military circles would say, hey, we've got these guys to fight our war for us for a quarter of the price that would cost us. And um, <laughs> Wow. So it's, it's true. I, well, it's what true. I feel like if, I, if I'm supplying, like, like let's say, you know, when somebody, when a drug dealer supplies somebody with drugs and then somebody takes those drugs to a party and somebody dies, they they'll go back to try to get the person that supplied the drugs. I, I, I don't know, Tori. Sometimes, you know, there are cases out there where they, you know, somebody dies of an overdose and they go, some counties will go after the dealer also, but it's, it should be happening uh, a lot more than it is. You hear about it. It's the rare case. It's the rare instance. I think Milwaukee County has over 400 overdose deaths a year. That's more than the homicides, Tori. Right. But what I'm saying and is, so, if, if you, what I'm saying is the concept if we're, if we're spending the money to supply the guns. Yes. What yes. portion of that is that we take on the United States as we're actually fighting or supplying the, the arms for that war? You, when you say that, are you saying what kind of guilt? Yeah, I mean, what I'm saying is we're a party to the crime. We're, we're a part of that war. That's what I'm saying. We're we're, we're funding it. Yeah, Tori, your your average American, your average American, not all Americans, but your average American, really doesn't care. They care about mm. their big screen TV and oh, wow. buying a new SUV and their kids' soccer game, and they're not thinking about young men often in their early twenties literally going into cities with guns and literally, literally being blown to bits. We have our priorities wrong in this country. Tori, again, no joking. We need to get back to old-fashioned values and uh, stuff like this, stuff like, like this thing going on in the Ukraine should not be happening. And again, hopefully Israel will have soul enough to pull back and um, maybe cordon off the part of the Gaza they want or they desire and let the Palestinians rebuild their lives. This it's going to be 30 or 40 years. This young airman who I've done this to himself, which he says yeah. was in protest. And if you watch the video while he's burning alive, he says free Palestine. What do you think when you see that, when you see something like that happen? Well, I haven't seen it, but I understand how impassioned this young man must have been. But I hate to say it, it's all for naught. Mm. It's not going to change anything. The Israeli consulate isn't going to call his parents and say, we feel really bad about this. And, you know, I think a lot of people when they're younger, they get wrapped up in the passion of things and things are a little bit more emotionally and mentally grandiose than they are truly. And I, I think it's a wasted life on his part. Nothing's going to change as a result of him burning himself up like that. It's just not. You know, that looks good in movies and in documentaries, but in reality, it's just a young man who, quite frankly, committed suicide. Mm. Nothing's going to change. All right. All right. Well, Eddie, I thank you for tapping into the conversation. All right. Have a blessed day. day. Uh, the police confirmed that this young man, this this airman, have, have died, uh, Aaron Bushnell, 25 years old.
Uh, they're saying he's 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 dead. He's he's gone. He's not here. He's passed. Winky, you're on a new 1017 The Truth. Tap in. Hey, how you doing, Brother Tory? Hey, how you doing, Brother? I, uh, I'm blessed, man. I'm a little horse. I did a lot of hollering this weekend. But listen, uh, the guy that killed himself, Eddie got it right, man. Uh, that was just a... That, that that was just a suicide, uh, just a suicide thing, and it goes to show you the extremes that people are willing to go through, and that goes to show you that we are we are infiltrated with those kind of people here in America. Uh, that's just as bad as being a suicide bomber. Uh, this guy had explosives. Who knows what he would have did? Uh, they they to, said he uh, had. To, they to, checked his car. He had no uh, evidence of that he was trying to harm nobody. Okay, pro- probably he wasn't, but how many others will? If you're willing to harm yourself, brother, mm. you, you don't. And that's why I said suicide. that's a that's a huge sacrifice. I mean, that's a suicide mission. That's a suicide mission. The boy went on. He just didn't take no others with him. Mm-hmm. So this is a dangerous. This is we've been infiltrated with this kind of stuff. And listen, I'm an American. Uh, you are American. Mm-hmm. We got sweat equity in this country. What'd you say? No, I didn't say anything. I, I said you, I'm just listening. Yeah, we got sweat. Uh, we got sweat equity in this country. We paid more than most immigrants have ever paid coming in this country because we got not only sweat equity, we got blood equity in this here. This is our country. If our country said we're gonna roll with Israel, we got to ride with our country. The, the Afghans and the, the the Arabs and the POL people have they they had us in slavery. They come to America in the last 45 years. They've enslaved us again right here in our own home. They've mm-hmm. enslaved the American black man right here in our own hometown with these little stores that they got, brother. Mm. You, you understand me? The, 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 the stuff that they got. And then they, they, our people sell us out like they did in Africa. Sell us out to where we can't make a store or a business next to them because it's competition. So our people scream out, it's saturation. Okay, but we're we're not being funded by those people. You can't go to their community and say saturation because they're funding their own. They're allowing right. their economy to work. And so they, they come to this country and then enslave niggas again because you know what we did? We sold out. And I don't care who's listening and what they want to say. We sold out. And now you can't even open a store with a little boy with a dope bag. Would normally would take that he ain't making that much money really with a small bag and he could take make the same amount of money being a commerce being a merchant right here in his own neighborhood because once you show him look dude you making that off this you can make that off of here but when he go downtown and try to get it because the, all the people have already took donations from these Arabs and people guess what the the, the all of them say well I'm not gonna I'm not gonna uh, support that if you can put healthy food in the community okay. Because he don't, because he's he's sold to the Arabs, not to bring any competition in. And then he'll say, "Well, if you get the community to go with you, then we'll let it happen." Well, I'm not going to support it. So the community comes out. Unless you got the whole community, like the Arab go do, get everybody cigarettes and everything, and load them up in a bus and bring them down there and and steal. And yet, if the Ottoman don't want to agree, then guess what? You still got an uphill battle. The little boy that's got a bag and a jar of change and some hundred dollar bills can open up one of these businesses around here and get busy. But they'd rather see himself that we got healthy living, but he got five dope houses on each block. 
See, this is the Arab did it again. If Israel is down, I'm down with Israel. I'm down with the folk for this country because guess what? We may need them here. And, and, I, and I hear people saying, it ain't my country. Well, who country is it? You got more equity in it than the, than the, than the, uh, than any of these, uh, uh, migrants or immigrants that come in here. You really got more, uh, uh, equity in it than the white man himself because he got sweat equity, but he, no, he got labor equity. He was paid a wage. We had, we got sweat equity and blood equity in here. Actually, our sacrifice is greater than his. I agree. Hey, look. I, I'm going to tell you right now, like I said, people ask me where I'm from. I say I'm from Fifth and North Avenue. <laughs> I'm from America. You know, my grandma came from the cotton fields of Mississippi to Milwaukee. Hey, I appreciate you for tapping in, Wink. Al. Oh, when we come back, we'll have Al. When we come back, we got Al on the lines. Truth Nation. Stay locked in right here on Tory Lowe. Don't touch that dial. The Tory Low Show will be right back on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. The Bentley is dirty. My sneakers is dirty, but that's how I like it. You all on my dick. I'm all in my bag. It's hard as it gets. 101, saving the truth. Tory Low, Tory Low Show. DJ Brother Z on the ones and two. Hey, look, we've been having another great conversation. Uh, You know, people on both sides. You know, when we talk about this U.S. airman who set himself on fire screaming free Palestine, it could get emotional. I mean, it could get a lot of people you know, for and against. But I appreciate everybody that's added to the context of the conversation. Al, you're on a new 1017 The Truth Tap In. Well, first thing I want to say, even if we did have black stores in our community, would they even laugh considering we got people like us robbing and shooting each other? We can't even keep our neighborhoods clean. How are we going to cheat? Well, how are we when we busting out their windows and trying to steal from them? Also, Charles and White is the same black man who said it's good to sell your black people out and admitted about selling drugs to his own people for the white man. So I don't know if that's the, the person you really want to be um, praising. Also, when we look at each other. The reason why black people are not getting anything is number one, black people have this post-slavery mentality. And don't nobody want to give master his God and his Bible back. I never heard not one wealthy white man say it is a sin to be rich. But every time it comes to black people, they have to walk on eggshells. They have to live for a higher power rather living for themselves. Now, I understand people got issues with the migrants, but the real reason people are mad with the migrants because they had a goal and they came with a revolutionary movement, and they got those resources. And black people still today is trying to compromise with somebody. And I'm going to be honest with you. They ain't giving you no resources. You can hang it up. It ain't happening. You want resources, build your resources within your people. But how many are actually ready to build resources within their people? 
Because when I you agree. give master, when you give master his God back and you tell him he don't need you don't need his resources, you will have your power. But we can go back and forth about the migrants. We know one thing about the migrants. They work together. And I have them in my neighborhood and I have yet to see a dirty pamper, a Boston half pint bottle, and a box of chicken bones. And I don't see them making excuses for that box of chicken bones and them pampers and them whiskey bottles. But we, as black people, will come up with every pissy pamper excuse rather coming out saying, look, that's wrong and we can do better. So when are we going to start working on us so we can build resources in, in each other so we can have black corner stores because we got enough liquor stores and we don't need no three, four churches on every two blocks. Think about that. And have yourself a wonderful day, Tori, and well as the listeners. Take care. All right, Al. Hey, you know, I always, I'm big on just having resources, people building up resources from within. I'm, I'm big on that because I'm going to tell you, I, when I'm done, like I'm going through a process right now, but I'm going to talk about it. I've been trying to make sure I, you know, go through certain things to figure it all out. But I'm going to tell you right now, there's no better time than for us to regroup and rethink and reshape and getting things together for our community, ourselves, being our own resources. And like I said, uh, when people know me, they know me for being a resource to the people. But I did that out of my own pocket. Did nobody give me anything? So I understand that it can happen, but we have to do it as a group because, like I said, uh, people get burnt out. You know, people get tired of trying to, you know, hold the weight of the community on their own. That's why we all got to contribute to to make that turnaround. And I think that it's going to happen. I think that we may not have a choice. <laughs> it's going to have to happen. We got Maurice on the lines. Maurice, you're on the new 1017 The Truth. Tap in. Uh, um, good afternoon, Tori. Uh, How you doing, brother Maurice? Today. You know, all right, man. Um, I appreciate the topic you bring it up. And, um, you know, I know we got our own issues here, you know, locally and nationally. But you, um, this is a good topic because, you know, um, the, the, uh, I've been kind of following the whole dilemma that's going on over here in Palestine. And what it is, man, is is, you know, I think, you know, like I said, I'm, I'm for the underdog. We need to support these people because that's why South Africa came came out with uh, the uh, International Court of Justice, uh, an appeal for them to stop the genocide. It's genocide. And, you know, and, and if we don't speak out, I mean, we black folks, man, we always speak out for others. Right. And I know sometimes. It don't matter what actually, it is. We going to be in the front. Right. You know, like you said, we always going to put on that Superman cake, you, you know. With the but hole in, in this it. case, man, right, with the hole in it and the moth smell like mothballs, right. you know. <laughs> but what I think, man, is see, in this case, because I know, you know, this issue has been going on for years and years, but um, I've I just been doing a little research on this. I follow this, and I know some of the reasons why this is going on, because of the, 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 the Jewish people, you know, when we talk about um, the Jews and they say, with the Holocaust, never forget. You hear that? Right. They teach that to your kids. They teach that to our kids in high school, but they don't in high school, middle school, grade school about the Jewish Holocaust. But they never mention the Black Holocaust. Right. Or or they talk about uh, uh, what's that? Uh, 
uh, not being politically correct or the woke. See, we don't. They don't want to teach us our. our we had a Holocaust too, but why do they try to ram, ram the Jewish Holocaust down um, our throats when? And at the same and, and point, they got reparations. The time, and not only that, man, they 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 are the ones who are committing the genocide that they want everybody to forget. I mean, to remember that happened to them. Mm. You see, and then one one other thing, it's like the Jews live in Israel, or they were they were moved there from Europe. Am I correct? From World War Two, the yep, Jews they say were not. They, a lot of those uh, people came from Europe. Yeah, they were. They came from Europe after the you know after the World War Two, the Germans and the and the, um, the the gulags and and the uh, extermination camps. Yes, they did go through a tragedy. But why, okay, if, if America and, and the European nations, uh, uh, Britain, America, France, if they defeated Germany, and Germany was defeated, why didn't they make a place for those Jews, take some of that land that from the Germans and give it to the Jews? Why did they have to put them way over in the country that, that had nothing to do with the World War II, why, why the Europeans were fighting each other, basically? Mm. Hey, that's the question, you know, and I think that when we talk about history, this is why it's important for us to understand the history, you know, not only our own history, because they they try to, you know, block our history out completely. Uh, black history is American history, to tell you the truth. It, it's what happened in America. But we we have to start understanding cultural ideas, worldly world ideas to understand how we are the way we are now. And many times you may not can understand what's going on in Gaza, but you understand pop culture, you know, and that's the distraction because it's no way I'm going to be comfortable knowing that innocent lives are being lost in my neighborhood and in, in, in no neighborhood. I'm, I'm not that desensitized and numb, you know, and if I got an issue to me with something I'm going to go get the issue, rectify the issue with the people that caused the issue. Now, it's nothing fair in war. I understand that. But we've always spoke out against innocent life being lost. All of our leaders have always done that. Martin Luther King spoke out against the Vietnam War, you know, things like that. So so what I'm saying is we've always had the empathy for others, you know, and, I, and I'll say this. I'm not. I'm not going to ever feel that innocent life need to be lost to prove a point. I'm just not. <laughs> and that's just what it is. Hey, look, when we come back, we'll be joined on the lines by Justice Wisconsin advocate and author Elizabeth Brown. We're going to read some talk to text. Truth Nation. Stay locked in right here on Tory Lowe. You are listening to The Tory Low Show on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. Uh, yeah. Another one of those. This is for my kill down the earth. Join the peace, baby. You know how we roll. There's so many that don't know. One on one, seven the truth, Tory Low, Tory Low Show, Truth Nation. We're proud to be celebrating Black History Month with the Milwaukee Bucks for their HBCU night game on Tuesday, February twenty seventh. Make sure you tune in to the award winning one on one, seven the truth, from noon to six p.m. 
as our true family will be broadcasting live from the Potawatomi Club at Pfizer Forum. You will hear Melanie Ricks, myself, and Dr. Ken Harris bringing you all your favorite content live from the Milwaukee Bucks HBCU Night Celebration Game. So again, tune in to our special remote broadcast live from the Potawatomi Club at Pfizer Forum from noon to 6 p.m. on Tuesday, February 27th. Also, the award-winning 1017 The Truth is the home of Milwaukee Panthers basketball. Don't miss any of the hoop action by listening to Panthers basketball on 1017 The Truth, the Truth app, and all your favorite streaming platforms. The Panthers are on the road one last time Wednesday night before conference tournament play is set to take on the IUPUI Jaguars. Coverage begins at 5.30 with the tip-off at 6 p.m. Joining me on the lines is Justice Wisconsin advocate and author Elizabeth Brown. How you doing, Queen? Hey, happy Monday, King. Hey, happy Monday. Happy Monday. Now, uh, you know, we've been talking about uh, Truth Nation been chiming in on this situation that's going on with the U.S. Airmen that yeah. decided to protest and take his own life by setting himself on fire for and screaming free Palestine. Correct. And so this um, is making this rounds you, on the internet. It is. It is. Um, and if you hear what he said prior to setting himself on fire, he was saying that um, he was no longer going to be complicit. Now, we know that, you know, an airman is the one that dropped the bombs. That's what they do. Okay? Um, and he was saying, you know, um, I mean, there were several key words that he used, oppression, the co- being a colonizer, but he said he no longer want, wanted a, to be a part of that. And so when you think about, you know, American soldiers, even those who have went to war whom we believed um, that uh, war was warranted, now we understand that America, a lot of us every day, we're being poisoned by land, food, and air. Um, you know, one of the callers I heard, uh, they, uh, I think that was Eddie, um, that, you know, it's never been a war on U.S. soil. And I guess from Eddie's point of view, it has not. Um, but I... I, as a black woman, understand that um, the concentration camps that were set up um, in Mississippi for the 20,000 freed slaves who died in the Devil's Punch Bowl, they were in concentration camps. That that happened right. on U.S. soil. Um, black townships and bums getting dropped on city blocks, that happened on the U.S. soil, and that happened to black folks. Okay? Um, we know that America has always... Uh, spent the narrative. Uh, we know that it's America's fault uh, when it comes to the 9-11 because now information is coming out about that, that they create their own crises. At the same time, this soldier uh, spoke of his guilt, of understanding what's really going on, because when you truly know what's going on in America and you sign up, you're thinking you're fighting the bad guy, and in reality, you're turning guns on poor people. And who know better than black folks in America, okay? Because, again, the genocides that continue 
right now in America by all means of all of these individuals who are saying um, that, that war didn't happen in America and that this is just war, never been on the other side of it. And see, the sad reality is that America has played in so many people's face, even Americans. We have been diciled just on the strength that they told us what they were going over there to uh, send war for when it was oil, when it was gold, when it was riches, when they were killing innocent people that were poor, just like black folks in America, okay? And in the name of war, and the rich continue to get rich, and the poor continues to be poor, and the genocide of black folks is happening right now every day. And this is the main idea on why people have to um, pay attention and educate themselves, because everything they told you was a damn lie, and we followed suit because we believe in a government that don't give a damn about nothing to nobody but those that are at the top. And a lot of people are being complicit due to the lack of knowledge, of understanding what's exactly going on. Everybody know that America, uh, when, it, when they speak about what they did to the Jews, but those same scientists that set up the, the concentration camps with the gas chambers, America paid for them to come here. Okay, and learn from them. These are the same scientists that are creating these bums and all the rest of this other stuff that we're dropping on poor people. When you think about the veterans, I don't know if you, you know, was had conversations with people who fought in the Vietnam War. My daughter's grandfather. I had an uncle. When they tell you why they come back with the PTSD, because they understood after the fact that they were over there killing poor people. They was fighting a war that wasn't even a war. You understand what I'm saying? It was about them going over there and taking something that wasn't theirs. And then you have to live with Getting it. Getting the resources. And this young, this young soldier, who, again, like I stated, you leave here and you thinking you're fighting for your country and you're standing up uh, in righteousness with God and everything else. And in reality, when you go over there and you find out what the real truth is, and then you ask yourself, can you live with yourself? Because you know blood is on your hands for dropping the bombs that you believe that these people told you were uh, going to attack America. You understand what I'm saying? Mm. And then you realize that that wasn't what it was when you got there. Just like me, when I served on the, the was sequestered at 18 years old. They don't tell you how real it is when that same man that you sent to prison for 50 years wind up uh, getting out in his late 60s because they had lied. Okay? That means you're a part, you're, you were complicit unknowingly, you know what I'm saying, to this man losing all of these years of his life because you just wanted to do your uh, American duty and be a juror and know that they didn't have uh good evidence or whatever that they're just la locking black folks up. Now I'm a part of that. So it's the same thing this soldier is saying, you know. And when you know better, some people unable to live with themselves after that. Even the though guilt. the government tell you, okay, 
turn it off. But these are the same individuals that are sending you over there as long as you're on this soil, protect women and children. But when you go over there, it's okay because that's the enemy. Kill all the women and children and then come back and look at your children and say you did it to save them. But if that was the truth about any American uh, military, we're being murdered in the streets right now as we speak. Where is that same ideology? And then they tell you to turn it off when you get back here, like you're a robot. Mm. It's time to get real. And and there's a cost to everything, and this is why we must pay attention. Hey, look, and the thing is, we got stories of uh, black soldiers that came back from fighting over there, and, and they was treated and not given the respect of fighting in wars and things like that. So now you're seeing soldiers just the guilt and, and what's going on, it just it came out this way with this young man. Hey, look, when we come back, Elizabeth Brown, I want to get your final thoughts on the show today. Truth Nation. Stay locked in right here on Tory Lowe. More of the Tory Lowe Show is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. This is the Tory Lowe Show on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. One on one, seven the truth. Tory Low, Tory Low show. Elizabeth Brown. Hey, look, it was a lot going on on the show today, and also this Sunday, uh, the Antioch Missionary Baptist Church gave me a a Black History Award, so. I came in today like feeling feeling really good, and then all of a sudden we got into the U.S. Airman situation. And when we hear protests, you still feel good. When you hear protests, I I gotta. I I mean, we look at the dramatics, but I'm wondering, Mm -hmm. you know, because it's always a reason why people go to certain extremes. But I wonder what he saw, like what was his information in his mind. Go and talk to any vet. That has, you know, dropped bombs. Um, you you going to you thinking you going to an enemy, and it's little bitty villages with poor families and everything else in there mm. because of you know they're telling you one thing, but you're doing another. Not only that, this should highlight uh, the suicidal um, rate of veterans mm. and why they're suicidal. We're talking about right now is what seventeen vets a day commit suicide. Right. Okay. The realistic part of it, because, again, when you sit down and you talk to a veteran and they realize what they've done, you understand? Because, again, you find out years after what the truth was, and then you, the blood is on your hands. Even though you unknowingly went and did that, you still got a conscience as an American coming home to your family. And so, again, this should highlight because people not talking about him saying that he's sick of being complicit, that the guilt is is, is killing him. Mm. You understand? He he's seeing the babies dying. He's seeing the mothers crying. He he's one of the people dropping the bombs. He's active, Tory. Mm. He's an active airman. Right. Airmen drop bombs. Okay. So it's the reality for me. 
you know. And again, this is what individuals should be talking about, how many veterans wind up killing themselves every day after they didn't serve because then the truth comes out, okay? And they realize exactly what they've done, how they've done it, and they come home to their family and their children knowing that they didn't murdered and slaughtered other people's families and children, and they're supposed to keep it together, and then they get here. These are the same veterans that are dying on the street homeless who are mm. petrified to go to the vet because they believe the vet, the vet is trying to kill them as well. They have to come back and fight every day for their pensions that they were supposed to automatically get. Not only that, there's a thing in America where there were over there fighting in Iraq, and their families back here was being evicted. Oh, wow. Because they wasn't receiving their monies on time. So, again, if we're going to talk about America, let's talk about America in its full force. I agree. And let's talk about the suicide of American vets and why they're suicidal and why they're killing themselves at these rates. Hey, look, a vet went missing in Milwaukee, Corey Adams, and he couldn't even get the police to look for him. Come on, that part. Hey, I had to, man, look, I can say a lot, but... We running out of time, Elizabeth Brown. It's a lot going on, but I'm happy we had this conversation today because we got to understand that people just don't react like that. It's a lot going on. Come on. Come on. <laughs> and that's the main idea. All right, Queen. Look, I appreciate you for chiming in. We got work to do, as always. Well, let's get it, I appreciate you for being well, on these front lines. All right, Truth Nation. I thank everybody for listening in. I thank everybody for adding to the context. <sighs> Be safe. We'll talk tomorrow. If you are my homeboy, you never have to pay me. Go and put your hands up. In times it's hard, you stand up. Oh, you be the man, cause a brand that the fans trust. So even if they ban us, they'll never slow my plans up.